This is Carly Shimkus interviewing Sonia Labosco as the director of the U.S. Air Marshal International. I'm going to play the whole thing, all two minutes and 47 seconds, because you need to hear this. Now, this is the deep state saying American citizens are now the enemy. You are now the, you have been identified by the federal air marshals as the enemy. Why? Well, listen up. So how many uh, air marshals are on planes right now, and how many do you think uh, there should be to get to a safe level? Well, Carly, we're not we're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants, or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now, on uh, most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. What do you mean by that? You're following January 2021 people. What does that mean? That means our primary mission is a little group called Quiet Skies. It's a mission called Quiet Skies that we're following people that flew into the National Capital Region in January 2021. You did not have to go to the Capitol or the rally. Stop the tape! Stop the tape! You did not have to go to the rally or the Capitol. All you had to do was fly somewhere, take a push pin, stick it on the Capitol Dome, on a map, pull it out 100 miles, and then draw a circle with it. Just go around like you used to, used to do during a geometry class and draw a circle. If you landed, if you bought a ticket on an airplane, and you landed anywhere in that 100 mile radius, or you drove there and you used your, let's say, for example, the Bank of America, which we know they already turned all their data over to the FBI, and you used a debit card or a credit card that could place you anywhere near the Capitol, you are being investigated. You're being followed. You're being followed. By literally followed by spooks. This is an outrage. I'm beyond outrage. Where's the revolution? You can't. Okay, who gave the order? Maggie asked me earlier. What'd you ask me? She doesn't call me King Dude. <laughs> she calls me other names. But who do you think gave the order? I'm like, who do you think gave the order? The Biden regime. Let me just let me repeat what you just heard, just in case you didn't get it. They're not flying looking for terrorists in the air on airplanes any longer. They've grounded them, all of them. They're either at the border helping illegals sneak in. They sure as hell aren't stopping them. Or they are following people that got anywhere near Mordor on January the 6th. She said January 2020. She didn't even say January 6th. She says January 2021, people. All right, roll the tape, please. 
specific list that TSA now has assigned air marshals to follow these people who have not had uh, any type of criminal investigation. They haven't committed a crime, but yet three years later, we're following the same individuals day in and day out. So you're saying that air marshals are now following people that were at the Capitol uh, on January 6th, and they're not tracking terrorists at all. Well, they didn't even have to be at the Capitol, Carly. They could have just flown into the National Capital Region. So if anybody was there for uh, a job interview, to visit family, we even had a gentleman that was there for a funeral. They put put on this domestic terrorist list just because of their geographic location to Washington, D.C. So these people did not even commit a crime. They weren't even at the Capitol. What? Do those people know that they're on this list? Did you, did, did, stop. Pause. Pause quick. Did you hear? The, that's that's the anchor. What's your name? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Carly Shimkus. Go ahead. What? What? She can't believe. Well, first of all, <laughs> she can't believe when you have to see the video because she's going like, what? What? You didn't have to commit a crime. What? Going into the Capitol was a crime now. Well, then where are about uh, 17,000 P-hat rioters from January of 2021? I mean, January of 2017. They all went into the Capitol. They didn't have a permit. They have a license. By the way, Alexandria Cortez and the rest of the squad were in that P-hat rally. They led them into the Capitol. Why aren't there warrants out for them? Why aren't the Sky Marshals following them? This is the government of the United States now being used to harass, to illegally, I say illegally, follow American citizens who they are supposed to protect. Folks, can, can we stop this discussion? Don't even go in the chat room and yell, secede, secede, secede. I don't even want to hear secede. We're beyond secede. This thing needs to be broken. All right, roll around, because there's more. If you thought you heard it all, you oh, 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 you haven't heard it all. Do because when they go to the airport, they get the quadises on their boarding pass, and then they have to go through enhanced security. Then they're followed by teams of air marshals on, on any leg of flight that they have. So, yes, a lot of them do know that they're being followed, yet they haven't been vetted, and they have not committed a crime. And three years later, we're still doing the same duty, and we followed the same people over and over for three years who are no threat to this country. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so if you are an average passenger on a plane, how concerned should you realistically be? <laughs> a I think, lot. I think you should be very concerned. When you're boarding the aircraft, you need to look around to see who you might be able to to ask to help you like a good Samaritan because you're kind of you're on your own. If anything happens, please don't wait. There's going to be no law enforcement that's going to help you. So you need to have a plan. Look where the exit doors are. Look where Let's, your flight attendants are standing around you. But I would look at other passengers to see, you know, I would be looking around for a football player or somebody, a pretty big guy or a couple big guys in case you needed to take action. Wow. Wow. I would be looking around for a football player or a couple of big guys in case you need to take action. Oh, thanks for that. So how concerned should you be if you're flying, she said, she asked. Carly Shimkus asks. Oh, don't worry, just when you get on the plane, look where the exit rows are. 
Look around to see if Rosie Greer is sitting next to you. This is a Friday morning or Friday afternoon after Thanksgiving Fox News news dump. That's what that was. So the woman who uh, is director of the Air Marshals International didn't sound like she agreed with the policy. Now, there's another reason that I wanted to play this particular digital media file. I wanted to make a big deal out of it. She said, we are carrying out our duty. Ma'am, your duty is not to harass sons the Fourth Amendment and to surveil private American citizens where no warrants have issued who are not suspected of any crimes. That's not your duty. And if it is, then your agency needs to be disbanded immediately. And whoever it was that said it was your duty needs to be put on trial. That is not your duty. So here you go. For those that say that, oh, you guys, you're such pure, so paranoid with your conspiracy theories. You and your Alex Jones, you're out there, and you're just you're trying to make life miserable for them. And these are good people. If you don't have anything to hide, then why are you worried? I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Serious crap gay. Frogs freak. Hell, I'll take some homo frogs. We can just get some damn work done around here. No warrants. No relationship. She said repeatedly we follow them to the airport. Three years. For three years. I, I, look, you don't need me to comment on this, but uh, I... I <laughs> this is just... Uh, what is there to stay about this? Okay, let's let's stay on the on the subject conspiracy for just a moment. Play digital media file number two, please, Mrs. O'Connell. Uh, now, this is a clip from our friend, and I'm going to get George on George Webb, um, who's going to play this clip of Bill Maher and Oliver Stone. And you're probably going to better charge play. Why are you playing Bill Maher and Oliver Stone? <clears throat> well. George Webb on this show has told us about the secret bioweapons labs in Ukraine that the United States disavows and say doesn't exist. What they do exist. As a matter of fact, Webb says that they were making anthrax at one of these facilities. So when Oliver Stone comes on with, with Marr, Marr can't believe, <laughs> this is recently too, Marr can't believe what Oliver Stone says, but then Oliver Stone goes, Bill, I'm going to show, I'm going to show here. You're going to hear him say, all right, see the guy on the right? There's two photographs that are on the screen. So if you're not watching this on Crusade Channel TV, that's what he's referring to. And I'll do my best to, to describe it as, as he goes through it. We have labs in Ukraine? We had. Had. Well, I don't know. They've kind of buried it. Do you remember she admitted it? Newland admitted it? Admitted what? Victoria Newland. She said we had labs there. We, Why was that controversial? 
Well, were was, we making anthrax? Maybe. <laughs> maybe or new versions of it. I, I mean, we don't know. That's the point, Bill. It was buried. Come on. Okay, everybody, George Webb. And you may remember um, how unbelievable it was to one Senator Barack Obama in 2005 when Andy Weber here of the Defense Threat Reduction Agency showed him virulent anthrax. You can see it in the, the guy with the red tie holding it in his hand. Um, only four years before the whole nation was convinced that there was anthrax that Saddam Hussein had. So that had to go somewhere after Saddam Hussein fell in 2003 and 2004. Where did it go? It went to Odessa. But still, you can see by the reaction of Bill Maher, this is unbelievable. This is conspiracy theory. But here's the guy from DTRA holding the vial and showing Senator Barack Obama the vial in 2005. And remember, we get the Patriot Act. We get the Patriot Act and then all the biosurveillance, the swabbing with the DNA collection, the PCR kits, the ID prism with Bob Malone and Daryl Ricke. So they don't even need your DNA anymore. They can use your, your brothers or your fathers or your sons or whatever. All this came about because of this one vial of anthrax. And the Democrats believe it's a conspiracy theory. No, it isn't. It, it's right there. You know, I was telling my father-in-law, because I told you earlier uh, about his newfound fascination with the JFK assassination, and that Lee Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald was Patsy. Again, my friend Don Jeffries got a great new book out, The uh, Pipe, uh, uh, Pipe the Red Bimbo. It's all about uh, what happened in New Orleans with Oswald while he was here and then the Cuban connection and all that. Um, and I told him, I said, well, you know, I said, Father Law, if you're really interested in that, you should watch Oliver Stone's 1991 JFK. Because in 1991, when Stone made that film, I want to say that Jim Garrison was still alive. Don't quote me on that, uh, the former New Orleans district attorney. Um, uh, but Stone goes, okay, well, if Oswald was the patsy, well, then how did they get away with it and how were they able to pull it off? Well, folks, I'm not going to do a show on it right now because we... It's just a rabbit hole. You you never come out of the hole. But let me just say to you that I believe I've seen enough of these documentaries and I've read enough that it is likely, it is very likely that the that the that at least that the main assassin who put a bullet in John Fitzgerald Kennedy's head was Roscoe, a guy named uh, a Marine named Roscoe White. That's probably the, and you know what, they even broadcast this on, I want to say it was on Dateline in 1988 or an interview with his son. Um, but that's probably how that ended. But the reason I brought Stone up, and I was telling my father-in-law, I'm like, well, dude, if you, if you watch the JFK movie, so Stone covered 9-11. He made a movie about it. Stone covered Edward Snowden. He made a movie about it said Oliver Stone basically went uh, with Glenn Greenwald and Laura Prashakis, I, 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 I forget how you pronounce her last name, went to that hotel in Hong Kong, I think it was in Hong Kong, met with Edward Snowden, 
And they sat there and they interviewed Snowden. Um, and Stone was there. Stone made a movie about it. Uh, she made a documentary about it. And of course, you know, where's, uh, um, uh, where's Edward Snowden at now? I, I think he's in, I want to say he's in Russia. Um, but wherever Snowden is hiding out. The point being is that there are some pretty decent filmmakers and people out there. You know, most people think of Oliver Stone. They think he's this big, um, uh, he's this big usual su suspect libtard. And I'm not saying that he's not a libtard because he probably is. But for some reason, Stone has waded into the waters of <laughs> something is not right. Something is not right with this American government and the things that it, it, it does to its own citizens. I agree. I wholeheartedly How many of you don't agree? 844-527-8723, our call in line telephone number, the Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel. Live talk radio the way it should be in your home for the 2023. Have yourself a merry and manly little Christmas radio contest. Over $5,000 in prizes that will be giving away grand prizes. Um, plus, you know, 100 bucks per day. You, know, you, get a, you get five tickets for whichever one of, you can only pick one now, for whichever one of the prize packs, the grand prizes that you wish to win if you're the right caller of the day and you have the secret password. Plus, you get a $50 gift certificate to Founders Trade and Post Order to go shop whenever, uh, whenever you want. So it's $100 per winner per day and a chance to win one of those fantastic prize packs. But the main reason, Two reasons for the, the contest. Number one, to give you a chance. It's Advent coming up for charity. You can be charitable by buying tickets because you're being charitable towards our cause here at the Crusade Channel. That is our that is the crowdfunding for December is have yourself a merry man little Christmas and give you a chance to win something in return. Or secondly, it's charitable because you can pay it forward to someone that you know is in need. Or someone in your parish. You could go to your priest. Father, do we have any families that have little girls or little boys that could use a a, 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 a great Christmas gift? Because I'm going to play this contest and I'm going to go ahead and buy my tickets and pay it forward to them. So there's all sorts of ways that you could give your ticket away if you don't want it and don't have something to play for. But please go to crusadechannel.com forward slash Mary for all the details. Crusadechannel.com forward slash Mary. And please... Buy lots of extra tickets. Our goal is 200 of you to purchase tickets this year. Last year it was 49. It was a great contest, but we can and must do better. So again, crusadechannel.com forward slash Mary, and you will see the tickets on the homepage now at shop.mikechurch.com. I thought this was funny when I was going through uh, the news catching up here uh, for the day. New York City ordinance banning body size discrimination goes into effect. <laughs> this is by Olivia Murray. You know, Manhattan Island really just should slide into Long Island Sound. Just like San Francisco should slide into the Pacific Ocean. 
In early October, I wrote a blog on a social media fatfluencer. That's <laughs> her word. Fatfluencer. Whose very serious demands for widened hotel hallways and extra airplane seats for the morbidly obese had rolled her into my sphere of awareness. The young woman who was in her mid-twenties was petitioning businesses to adopt a customer-of-size policy and urging private establishments to provide size-inclusive amenities so that ultra-fat people could enjoy the same things as everyone else. Oh, you mean like good health? But at the time I penned the essay, I had no idea that in New Tenochtitlan City, an ordinance of this very nature was already on the books, and now it's gone into effect. From a report at the New York Post yesterday, a new city law that bans discrimination against someone because of their height or weight went into effect last week, six months after Mayor Eric Adams first signed the legislation. Well, I tell you what, is there no petty pusillanimous, let me brown nose to weirdos, wackos, and now the morbidly obese that this Eric Adams creep won't stoop to. The once great New York City. <laughs> New York City! Yep, get a rope. The once great New York City, the apple of so many people's eyes, the legendary New York City, the city that never sleeps, etc., is now the city that never stops eating. The city that never stops producing fat bastards. 3X, 4X, 5X fat bastards. Who can't even fit down hallways now. <laughs> it's Fat Albert. The ordinance says this. All New Yorkers, regardless of their body shape or size, deserve to be protected from discrimination under the law. Body size discrimination affects millions of people every year contributing to harmful disparities in medical treatment and outcomes, blocking people from access to opportunities, employment, housing, and public accommodations, and deepening existing injustices that people face, the statement adds. 